0: Welcome to the Fitzlife Unfiltered Podcast with Kim and Jamie Fitzpatrick. Former employees turned successful online entrepreneurs, speakers, parents, and couple. Thank you for tuning in. We know your time is valuable and their goal is to help you live abundantly, provide value and tips on achieving physical, mental, spiritual, and financial wealth while navigating this crazy ass thing we call life. Are you ready? Let's go. All right. All right. All right. Let's get this started. I am so excited to be doing a solo episode today. It's been a minute, but this has been in my heart for a while to film this podcast, to film this episode, to film this thoughts, to film this energy for all of you. I've been talking a lot about your future self, and I've been talking a lot about really leaning into what that looks like, and who your future self is, and moving closer towards it. And I want to talk today about stability and wholeness and health and vitality and how much of those are your birthright. And if I'm honest with you, there is no better way to feed your emotional hunger than not than than like, there's no better way to feed your emotional hunger by moving more into your future self. And it is not about fighting for your own inner peace. I gotta be honest with you, you know, for so long it felt like I was fighting me against me, right? You know those things where you're like, it's like it's me against me. And there's all these cliches, there's all these gifts, there's all these mantras, it's me against me. And I started to think about the truth of it all, if I'm honest, is that I've been fighting against myself my whole life. I felt like a survivor my whole life, right? I've I, I The more productive I am proves my worth. The more I hustle, the more worthy I am. The more, And at what point does that just get so exhausting and it's so in disalignment with your flow? And I'll say this about my hustle. Even though I built a lot of businesses and a lot of my success as a trauma respond, I'm so fucking grateful for it. And this is what I mean. I don't regret any of the relationships I built through hustle. I don't regret anything. Because all it did was teach me how strong I am, teach me how capable I am, teach me that I can do massive things in periods of hustle and masculine energy. And I can also build in ease and I can also build in flow. And I can also create when I'm actually at inner peace rather than at war with myself. And I believe there's a duality and there's a time where you're going to have to fight for everything you have inside of you to show up on your hardest days. I'll never forget when I remember after Jamie's heart attack, cardiac arrest. For those of you that this is your first podcast, you're like, what do you mean he had a cardiac arrest? Jamie uh, suffered a cardiac arrest, test found him. I was able to use do CPR and and the and keep him stable until the paramedics and the firefighters came and then they whisked him away and he was safe and he was great. And after, and he's, he's healing through that. He still is to this day. We all are. But after that, there were days where I just like couldn't even function. And I wanted to stay like under this weighted blanket, but I had no other choice, but to keep going. I had no other choice to just, you know, to muster through things. And if I'm honest with you, I think I pulled on the energy of my future self more than I even realized because she was the, she was the beacon. She was the light. She was the one that would calm me and pro- provide this like sense of peace when maybe I didn't have it inside. What if we start looking to that future self of us? What if we start accepting that eight-year-old, that nine-year-old, that five-year-old, that little inner child that's so fucking scared? I had to pull my like 40-year-old self in. I had to pull my 39-year-old self in. Because that was a huge moment of trauma for me. And as I pulled her in close and I pulled her in tight, I get to learn how to release my past. I get to release my old self because I'm holding her tight in who I am today. I'm not kicking her to the curb. I'm not mad. I'm not like any of those things. I'm so grateful for every season of my life. And I hear this a lot in the women that I lead and I coach and I mentor. No, I've kicked her to the curb. You know, I've, I've kicked my old self to the curb. Let's forget that. Whereas I wonder if I may offer this idea of pulling her in every season and honoring her and thanking her and acknowledging her and honoring her for every stage, for every season, for every choice, for every decision, for every misstep and lesson. Thank you. Thank you for helping me survive this far. And now let's thrive together because you're free to play. You're free to, you're free to release those prior afflictions, the guilt, past relationships, self-sabotage. You will never find peace standing on the ruins of what you used to be. It's one of my favorite quotes by Brianna Weiss, the author of the book, The Mountain is You. You will never find peace standing on the ruins of what you used to be. You can only move on if you build something now and new. And when you let go of what you're looking at, you get to move into that future version of you. I want to ask a question. Are you being the most powerful version of yourself? Do you even know what she looks like, what she feels like, what she sounds like? And as you build and you start to visualize and you start to create this life that is vibrant, alive, immersive, engaging and exciting you are moving closer toward that version of you you are coveting but most importantly you're building you're building her you are building her i'll never forget i was at a reiki session with uh my practitioner renata kiss and i i was driving up and i was like okay okay i like was priming my state right i was priming my state i was like i'm open if you could see me right now and zoom i'm like my arms are open i'm surrendering like here we go. I'm ready to go. Like I'm open to what I need to feel. I'm open to what I need to hear. I surrender. And I walk into the, I walk into Renata's space in her, in her Reiki area. And I was like, I didn't tell her a thing, but I felt like I was buzzing. You know, I was like, I was like, whoa, my, like these elect, my energy was introducing me before I spoke. Right. It was like, (laughs) and I got on the bed. I jumped in. I like, couldn't get in. It's like the coziest sheets. They're all like flannel, like picture, like, you're being tucked in like a little girl into these flannel sheets. You feel so safe and protected. That's how I feel in that space. It's so beautiful, and and I jumped in the bed. I jumped in before she was even ready, and I was just sitting there like vibrating. And I and I and I didn't tell her. I didn't want to tell Renata how energetic I felt. How like this pulse was pulsing throughout me. I just was being, you know, being trying to be good, trying to be on my best behavior. Um, you know what I mean by that. And Renata, three minutes in, starts giggling. And she's like, Kim, your higher self is here and she's skipping and, and, and she's playing hopscotch and she's vivacious and bright. And this energy, Kim, she's showing you a fork in the road and you have these two choices. One way is dimly lit. And the other way, the path she's taking, you know, those old light bulbs in your in a, like, I'm dating myself here, but we're like in our old basement. Back my childhood home, we had those like long strings with the bells at the bottom and you're like, you're clicking on the light bulb. She said, Kim, your future has these light bulbs and it is lined, it is yards and yards and yards of these lights and you are just walking through and you are pulling every time you pull that light on, every time you pull that, it's another opportunity, it's another experience. You are moving closer to your dharma, your calling, your purpose, your, and I literally felt like... I was, I was, I was coming out of my body. I'm getting emotional talking about it because I could feel it. I could feel her. I could feel me eager to meet that version of me with this opening and this idea like, oh my gosh, there's so much more for us. There's so much more for us. But we stay stuck and we stay complacent and we stay frustrated and we stay in sabotage. We, we numb, we buffer, we spend, we scroll, we over-obsess about everybody else instead of doing that for us. All the signs of emotional stuff is, is asking you to reintegrate with your life and who you are and where you want to go and how you want to feel. And I'll tell you this, the biggest lesson I've learned with reintegrating into living and those of you that that don't understand trauma or you've never gone through trauma where you've actually disassociated with your life, you might not understand what I'm about to say next. And I just want you to whisper thank you for not having to go through this. And for those that have experienced this and you know what I'm talking about, I'm just holding up my hand in a bit of a peace sign of solidarity. Even though we didn't choose this path, we are we are on it and how we handle it speaks of everything. So as we walk forward and as we reintegrate with life and love and joy and feeling and being present and not numbing ourselves out and ex- and not waiting for the next best thing but to be in ex- actually experiencing life in its full capacity that is moving yourself closer to that future version of you. That is giving yourself permission to say I'm here I'm I'm here in the now. And I want to figure this out now. I want, to be my, I want to be my greatest version as I parent my children through this season now, despite how hard it is. I want to be as attuned in my relationship with my partner so that I can be and experience electric, explosive love. That's available to you. It's all available to you. We get to choose that. We get to choose to meet ourselves there. We get to choose to make our next choice a better one. We get to choose to make that next response not reactive. We get to do this with ease versus force, grace versus judgment, compassion versus shame, love versus hate. Don't focus on letting go. Don't. Don't focus on letting, don't focus so hard on letting go of everything you need to let go of. Instead, focus on healing, processing and telling yourself that you can let your foundation crumble because your framework is strong and you're building a new freaking temple. And I get emotional because it's so true. What do you have to let crumble? What do you have to let go of? What do you have to hold on to and say thank you for? What do you have to focus on? What are you ready to do? Every single thing you lose, you have to become profoundly grateful for. Because it got you here. It got you here. And when you take one step today, in this minute, as soon as you finish this podcast, as soon as you finish listening, you can do something. You can do one thing that'll move you closer towards her, which is your future self. I am so invested in figuring this out and talking about this and building out courses, and coaching, and really expanding where we're ready to go, because I believe in this so much. I believe in the idea of pulling her in, your younger self. Imagine you're healed, and it's your older self sitting there telling this little inner girl your wise things. Imagine sitting next to your younger self and giving her very specific instructions, about why this is the best thing to happen to themselves, even if they don't see it. Tell yourself that everything, yes, everything is going to be okay. Take a minute. If you're driving, do not close your eyes. <laughs> but come back to this point, And I want you to do this exercise. So take a second and center yourself. Drop in. Put a hand on your chest. Put a hand on your belly. And I want you to think about the age you are where you need to pull her in. For me, I've got a three-year-old. I've got a five-year-old. I've got an eight-year-old. I've got a nine-year-old. And I've got a 12-year-old. Me. And I'm pulling her in. And I'm going to tell her all these wise things. Imagine sitting next to your younger self. And you're giving her very specific instructions about why this is the best thing to happen to themselves, even if they don't see it. And tell your younger self that everything, yes, everything is going to be okay. You can't change your past, but you can shift your perspective and you can change how you are right now. I promise you this. I am evidence of that. I am proof of that. And so are you. And you can be her now. That is why I named my journal, my heart map, that Be Her Now. That is why it is my mission to continue to be her now. You can change the story. You can change your life. You can stop holding on to your old life with like, you're gripping it with your hands like on a steering wheel. Think about your like, your white knuckling in the snowstorm, right? You're holding on to the old life and what you require to be something you inherently are not. In order to build your future, which is the infinite potential that is available right now for you, you have to pull yourself in. Get super grateful on your past. Get super grateful for every experience. Get super grateful for what you've created because every single thing you have done has brought you to this point to get you ready to walk into your next best chapter. I'm going to leave you with these questions. What would your most powerful powerful self do today? What would the most powerful version of you do right now What would they do with this day? How would you feel? How do you want to be? How do you want to act? How do you want to show up? How do you want to move forward? Your most powerful self needs to be the freaking CEO of your own life. And here's the thing I know. I know this to be true because it was me. I did it. A lot of us walk through life with everybody else's mission statement on our forehead, right? That could be our job or our boss's, you know, what they've said on your performance appraisal, right? Or whatever that is. We walk through life wearing everybody else's judgment on our sleeves. That is exactly why I have the thread and needle tattoo. It's exactly why I put the thread and needle on the bottom of every single page of our Be Her Now journal to remind you that you are coming home to your human connection and your spool, your spool, that is your human connection. And when you, and when you realize that, when you realize that this school is your human connection and every single day you are literally, you are, you are being threaded with everybody else's opinions, thoughts, um, biases, whatever that is, right. That could be media. That could be news. That could be past thoughts. That could be conditioning. That could be patterns. That could be all the things. And, and, and at, ever, ever, since we were little kids, we've been stitched with somebody else's thread somebody else's needle and at the essence of it all your thread and needle is the one that is the holds the power it is your essence it is your human connection it is you saying this is who i am this is how i want to show up this is what i want and that will help you move closer to what your most powerful self will do today take a pair of freaking scissors and just like cut the cord cut the thread cut the string that is holding you so hostage to the past, to sabotaging, to all of those things. And what are you going to do to move forward today? How do you want to feel? What is this going to look like for you? I believe in you so much. And I am going to be diving into so much future self-work uh, in our client group, over in the Live in the Light Collective, in the Fits Life Free Community. All the resources are down below um, if you're interested in learning more. You're going to hear a lot more about this on my Instagram and on social, in my newsletters, because this is the work. The work is truly stepping into who you are, who you were born into this world to be, the purpose you have, the audacious goals you have, the alignment you have, what you crave. We're going to dive into that. And I want to help be somebody that keeps you coming home to yourself. Because you are the biggest and best project you'll ever work on. You are your masterpiece. You. And it's beautiful. And it's messy. And it's and it could be falling apart at the seams some days. But my goodness, I've never seen a masterpiece that hasn't gone through every transition. And it's glorious in the end. Just like you. Uh-huh. You have been listening to the Fitzlife Unfiltered podcast with Jamie and Kim Fitzpatrick. Please share this with your friends, family, and everyone looking to level up in their life. Leave a review and smash the shit out of the subscribe button. All resources and contact info are in the episode notes. Thank you for listening.